What's next for IT? In today's economy, technology touches every aspect of the day-to-day operations of business. There has never been more pressure on IT to deliver for our organizations. So what can we expect over the next decade? We need to think differently about how we approach our work to continue to thrive into the future. This requires all of us to be intentional in how we look at our role going forward. Smart IT is an approach to getting the important things done by transforming the way we think, work, and lead. And now, let's disrupt the status quo, simplify the complex, and reduce risk the Smart IT way. Uh, Welcome, everybody. This is William Reed, and this is another episode of the Smart IT Podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about the next generation of IT and how do we get professionals into this into this field, right? If you haven't had experience with it, you just get out of college and getting started, you know, and how do we look at this next generation of young people coming up and get into a very, very exciting field? So today I'm going to be talking to Terry Kim, who has a lot of experience with this, and we got some cool things to chat with him about on this topic. So Terry, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, William. Um, yeah, it's been a long time uh, since we connected. And yeah, I'm, I'm glad to be on the show and talk about how people can break into IT uh, without going to that, you know, that primary route that we all think that we need to go through. So um, happy to be on the show. Well, this is, uh, I think it has to be over a decade since we've seen each other. Uh, I think uh, last time I saw you, you were kind of breaking out and doing something different and new, kind of doing that startup here. So it was pretty exciting. But yes. just recently, in the last couple of weeks, uh, I saw that you've um, had a major accomplishment. So uh, got anything to showcase to show the audience here? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we just launched our book, um, and this is live on Amazon. Um, but you could also get all the bonuses. Um, this is literally uh, the only guide you need or the blueprint from going from zero to engineer. And it's a story of the American dream because when I was 21 and I, well, 1999, I watched The Matrix and I was like, wow, like technology is the future. It was like pre-dot-com bubble. And, you know, I cut my teeth in the Air Force, but my dream job at 21 was to go work for Cisco. And it took me 10 years. And so when we met like 13 years to 12 years ago, I was at Cisco from 2010 to roughly 2013-ish. So I was there for almost three years in my dream job. And I lay out the entire playbook of how I got there, all the shortcuts. And yeah, this is no fluff. That's why this book is only 123 pages because it's tactical, it's um, inspiring. And yeah, it's it's to let you uh, break into any career in tech. And right now, information technology is probably the hottest, I would say, sector career-wise that anyone could uh, jump into without going to college for four to six years. So this, as it says, how to land your dream IT job without a college degree, obtain financial freedom, and work on the latest technologies. And I truly believe in my heart that networking is the foundation. That's where I cut my teeth. Because like, you have to learn networking and learn how like computers talk to each other before you can jump into like cyber or AI or DevOps or cloud and, and so on. So uh, this book shows you like you can start off with the foundation and then you can break off into so many different pathways as you and I know, 
Like once you're in IT, your passion spark and then you're like, wow, let me get into this data center thing. Because that's when I took my move from Cisco to Arista because I was like, whoa, like this Arista technology is really cool. And so that's what's exciting for those viewers. Like you don't have to figure it all out. You just got to know that you want to be in technology, in information technology, break into your first IT job. And then it I promise you, it will open up the floodgates of all these amazing tech and opportunities that you can dive into. Well, this is a perfect timing, uh, Terry, because I've been to a couple of seminars, uh, a couple of conferences recently, had a lot of college uh, bound students. And the number Mm. one question is, William, how do I get into IT? How do I get into cyber? You know, how do I get into big data? How do I get into AI? Mm. So it's that that same question you hear over and over again. And I think this is a perfect timing, right? Because I saw uh, the announcement about the book. Yes. I said, this is a perfect time to marry the theoretical, hey, go to college, do some boot camps, you know, to somebody who's been out there, who's traveled that path, right? Yeah. From um, nowhere to how do you get rolling here? And these days it's it's different from the way we came up. So this is uh, pretty exciting. So were you inspired kind of similar to keep hearing this this challenge out there? Like, hey, I did four years of college. Now I got to go to a technical school or I got to take out more loans. What got you to say, you know what, I got to write this book and put my story down here. Yeah. So when I was at Cisco at the peak of my career, like I was architecting solutions for Fortune 500 companies. And this is like a pre-sales role. So at the peak of my career, I moved from like, let's say, customer facing operations running in a network team to more um, Fortune 500 facing and architecting, learning about business problems and really architecting a solution. And I think everyone should actually be inspired to get to this stage in their career if they're in IT. Why? Because as a systems engineer or a solution architect, imagine if you can architect solutions on a bigger scale, like complete infrastructure or even cloud projects. Like it's, it's so exciting. And that's what excites me. And when I was working with these clients, these CIOs and uh, VPs of IT would be like, Terry, do you know any good engineers I can hire like in your network? And, and, and I'd be asking them like, why, what's the challenge? It's like, oh, cause we're getting a bunch of college students. They're good on paper. And then they have a CCNA, but they just bombed the technical interview because they have no real world experience. And what I knew was that when I cut my teeth through IT, it was hands-on training. So a lot of people, Um, In this field, at least, it's like I I kind of compare it to like trade schools. Like you you don't need to send someone that wants to be a dealer at a casino, right, Um, to four or six years of college. No, they're going to go to 12 weeks of dealer school, get that hands-on training, and then get get their uh, interview. And they got to see if these guys can shuffle and deal and know the rules of the game. And it's the same thing. Like these CIOs would like, flip around their laptop and like, hey, I need you to configure the switch port. And they'd be like, what? How do you, they don't even know how to set up a VLAN or even set up a simple command line to activate a switch port or add voice over IP or QoS to it. And these are like very fundamental skills. It's like, how about if you want to be a barber or if you want to be a truck driver, you go to three, four months of vocational training, hands-on training, practical training. 
And the reason I knew this without any doubt in my mind that people can go four months of training and become an engineer or a junior engineer is because me and my co-founder taught that in the Air Force. So I was an instructor for two and a half years in the 3C uh, Charlie, um, which is the communication field. And we had to train students, 18, 19, 20-year-olds, like literally coming out of high school with zero experience. And in 16 weeks, they're setting up mission-critical networks in the battlefield, like getting deployed to Afghan. So that is practical field training. That is technical training. And to give you another example, it saddens me, and this is why I wrote this book, but it's also why I started NGT Academy back in 2016, is I saw all these colleges charging 100K. Like, do you remember ITT Tech? They were like all over, right? The ads, late night commercials. And they were selling the pipe dream of getting into tech, but then they they were charging $85,000 for a four-year network admin degree, which was ludicrous. And that's when I knew, like, you know, lack of better word, like literally I thought that was a scam. I was like, holy smokes, this is a scam. You could you could get training like like through your own methods of taking a CCNA bootcamp, for example, like three, four thousand dollars, get that CCNA, get hands-on training, and like break into your first IT job. Like, so that is the paradigm shift. And this is what I instill in this book is that no one should be coughing up a hundred thousand in student loans to break into tech, especially here in 2023. All you have to do is get a few certifications under your belt, really get that practical training, and then you'll nail the technical interview and you'll blow away any paper certified individuals or or college degree uh, candidates because they, they lack the hands-on training. Yeah, I, I really love what you said there. Uh, mission critical infrastructure for, for men and women out in the field for battle, right? So yes. not a nice to have network that looks cool or something we read in the book. This stuff stuff has to work. And you didn't send them the four years of, of training to get exactly. There. And this book, just a little plug, um, you know, we can maybe preview the website, but zero to engineer.com forward slash book. If you go there, you can get this book for free. All you have to do is pay for the shipping cost. And we're going to give you a $297 CompTIA Network Plus. This is how passionate I am about changing lives and giving the people that are in the low income bracket. Because like 50% of our students that come through NGT Academy, they don't have the, 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 the rich parents to send them to college for 100K, right? And, and they're in these stuck in these low wage income jobs, like at Amazon warehouse or on the cashier at Target or at flipping burgers at Burger King. Like they have the shot for 10 bucks literally to change their life, right? Like they don't even have to come to our school. Like you can pick this book and literally get your first job. That's how easy I made this uh, book uh, to help you get started. I really love this because a lot of times we give generic advice, you know, how to break into the field. And then you go to these big corporations and you see the backlog of all these openings and they're going through the hiring process of HR, struggling to fill these, uh, these entry-level jobs. And everybody's saying, if we just get some people in here, we can train them in our way and culture. But they're getting stuck in the front end, right? And That's then, right. Like said, they're going four years. They're looking up, got $100,000 in debt. And they're still looking around, struggling to figure out struggling. how to break in there. And we keep talking about we, there's a shortages 
of resources out there that we can actually put put out there to work. So I love the fact that you found uh, a problem. You went out there and actually found a pathway to get more people bootstrapped up and around it and into the uh, into the ranks here. So CIO's got got more resources to kind of which is in two three years from now once they get in there, it's the, I mean, the world's wide open to them, right? So oh yeah, more, more experienced, and they start to get the more experience on the business side of the house and communications and team building. But it's that initial entry. So you mentioned a little bit, it's not only the book, but you also got mm. an academy. So let's talk about this academy. So not only get, you can go out and get the book, but people want to get their hands on training. Let's talk about that next gen T uh, that academy that you you and your yes. partner founded. So also known as NextGenT, um, we rebranded to NGT Academy. So NGT.academy, you can check us out. And we started with network engineering because that's my background, like Cisco engineering. And, and then we added cybersecurity. Um, that would have been another career path for me. Um, if I was at Arista, I, I went from like network to cloud or data center. And then mm-hmm. I got really interested in the whole kind of virtualization landscape with VMware yeah. taking off in the last yeah. you know decade. And it's like now like DevOps and cloud is really getting traction um, because network engineers are now having to build these infrastructures in the cloud, where in the past they were like when I, you know, got up in the game in 2000, 2010, it was all about like on-premise data centers that you build, maintain and and secure. So NGT Academy um, is an online premier IT academy that takes people or students from zero to engineer in four months versus four years of college, right? So that's the big value prop. And it's a 10th of the cost of a, you know, a college degree. And so um, we can also train people that are stuck in entry level roles. So a third of our students have been stuck in like help desk roles for like even two to 10 years. And it just baffles me. And they don't know like it's, it's, because they're just stuck in this job, they're 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 content, and maybe they lack mentorship or ambition to move up the ranks. But we show them a path that they don't have to be stuck in IT. And a lot of rookie mistakes, which I say in this book, is do not go after that CompTIA A plus. That's a big rookie mistake. People think, oh, I have to start at the help desk. It's not true. We place engineers in junior or apprenticeship roles mm-hmm. all the time. And then if you're on the help desk, wow, now you have five, two, five, seven years of experience. That's a great resume build, but now you should be working on how to get into an admin position or a junior engineer position so you can move up the ranks because help desk is going to kind of keep you stuck at that 40 to 80K. Once you get into the engineer level, you're now talking about like 80 to 150 um, that's doable with just a few years of experience. So our whole academy is focused on the practical hands-on training. Why? Because those CIOs I met, the, we all know, like I've been in IT for 25 years, and I'll tell you that there's a lot of paper certified people because there's test dumps. There's like, I'll just call it what it is. Like, I'm going to tell you the real deal, guys. Like, because I, I, we came up in the IT field, like, the the amount of sheer uh like just cheating on these exams is through the roof that's why cisco had to have all these lawsuits for test king or like pass for sure and like so what does that mean that that means that these people that want to break into it are taking shortcuts and they're they're cheating the system to get this pretty resume but the pretty resume is not what the cios want 
They want real talent, people that have either the potential to become, you know, amazing IT professionals, but like they want people that have hands-on training. And a lot of students make the mistake chasing that diploma, chasing the cert, and then saying, oh, why can't I get into this IT field? It's because they don't have practical hands-on training and mentorship. So we bridge that gap. We give you hands-on training. We give you real-world experience. And a perfect example is like our FSNE full-stack network engineer track. We actually have you plan, design, architect an entire infrastructure rollout. So switches, routers, firewalls, Wi-Fi, IPsec tunneling, setting up business disaster recovery um, for, you know, a second disaster recovery location. And then being able to configure all that and then closing out that project because what propelled my career to get to my Cisco dream job was not being an admin, not being a network engineer, but getting involved in IT projects. That is the secret sauce. That is the secret that what makes our program different from any other college degree is that we have capstone projects inside the program that levels the student up faster than anything anything out there. So our training is built from that military job readiness framework that we taught in the Air Force around skills validation, skills accumulating real-world skills and then validating those skills. So we have our own in-house certs that offers that. And our tracks that we offer is network engineering, cybersecurity, DevOps and cloud, launching on December 1st, and then we also have AI machine learning for the data science track. And then we have a product UI UX track. So we have six essential and, and a blockchain track will be launching in 2024. Oh. So that's six different programs that you can choose from, but you should always start with the foundation. And so start with the network plus, because that builds that foundation um, of the fundamentals of, of IT essentially. Well, that's really when to hit on this point here, because uh, in a new age, we talk about the like the exam kings and things like that, where you can kind of cheat the system where you know the answer. It's almost like when people say, hey, can you go find me the an answer? And somebody go Google it on their phone and spits out the answer. But the, the real question is, do you know how the answer uh, was developed? Right. It's almost exactly. like in the uh, math test, the teacher wants you to show your work. Yep. So this practical hands on is just critical. And then to get the mind thinking. Okay, how did this device get on the network? Yeah, Wi-Fi versus wired, and how do I use the VPN tunnel? And by the way, what is DHCP and what is DHCP server? Yep. And what's storage? And how's it connected to the cloud? So all of a sudden, you light this fuse, and people start asking, "How does it work underneath the hood?" Which separates right IT professionals from everybody else who just push them easy buttons, right? Exactly. Like, like yeah. our training is based on the context, like. Why are you configuring the switch? Oh, you're, you're, you're configuring security on it. You're, you're creating VLANs to separate yeah. these uh, networks so you can have more security and um, access control list, you know, um, on the firewalls or on the switch level and routing. Like, what are you doing? Oh, you're, you're redirecting traffic based on policies that you create as that architect, as that network engineer, maintaining that network. Um, so going back to the paper certified individuals, I mean, like, this is a huge problem. If you go to cyberseek.org, you'll see that there's over 650,000 open cyber jobs. 
And when you visit that website, you'll see one of the critical feeder roles to get into cyber is networking, right? And so I bring this up because it's not about like people are like, hey, is the tech market down, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, for software developers, when Twitter like laid off hundreds of engineers and like coders, I would say um, are in less demand, I would say here and maybe even next year because there's a saturated market for coding boot camps. But like, Set aside software engineering, every other there's 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 so there are hundreds of jobs in IT. So I want the listeners to understand that you know when you want to break into tech, software engineering is just one aspect of so many different career paths that you can take. And when I say information technology, we have a huge shortage, huge shortage outside of software engineering. 650,000 cyber jobs as of today in the USA alone. You could see the heat map on the website. This number will balloon up to about two and a half to three million um, open jobs worldwide in the next three, two to three years. So it's, 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 it's an amazing opportunity to get into IT. It's always been always an amazing opportunity to get into this field. Well, let's touch on something here about cyber, right? Because I see a lot of people trying to make no technical experience at all making that jump directly to cyber, right? Mm. But no fundamentals, right? Of yep. RAM and storage and interrupts on the compute side or how storage works or like you just talked about, fundamentals of networking. Because some people think like networking is, is over, right? Because it's all cloud-based, right? Like there's no connectivity. <laughs> like some people don't know there's an IP stack on your smartphone, right? Yep. Some people don't realize uh, it's on there, right? So it's always IP, it's always networking, subnetting, routing, uh, load balance always going on here. But I think in, like, in the last decade or so with cloud and these apps, it makes it has a lot of complexity. Yes. I think a lot of younger people coming through can't see it. So then they say, hey, cyber's paying a lot of money. Let me jump over there. You yep. don't realize what those fundamentals look like. Uh, so correct. I remember as well when I did my hands-on lab getting ready for CC- Cisco CCIE. Yeah. Hands-on. It wasn't like you, know, you ran some stuff. But let's configure this pod here. Let's get some traffic moving. Yeah. And then get ready for the lab. Yeah. yeah go ahead. So the CCIE, like you said, is practical, right? That's why the CCIEs get paid the big bucks. But why don't they have the practicality of assessing skills like at that lab level, at the entry level? That's the problem. At the CCNA and CCNP, it's based on pure memorization of hundreds of test bank questions. And, and that's the problem. So I'm not saying every person that has a CCNA is paper certified. There are people that have put in the real work and that CCNA does validate that they can do certain things. But I'm talking about 95% of the people that take these exams don't have the practical. They haven't put in the work. And going back to answer your question on like just to comment on the cybersecurity is that at NGT Academy, we do about two months of training on networking, getting your full stack network associate certification, which is based on we assessing you on a hundred competency skills. Like, so we have a skill stack that builds that foundation from OSI layer, subnetting, IP access list, like packet, like layer two, layer three, like the whole TCP IP stack, the OSI stack. We teach all of that before we even talk about cybersecurity. So even our cyber track builds on the foundation of a solid networking foundation. And then on top of that, that's how we're able to 
Carl Scott, like a bike rider in New York City, one of our students, he um, came to our program, zero background. He was making $400 a week, like bike riding, like those messenger bike rides, um, delivery service. And he was doing that. And like, he was like, man, I need a new career. And a long story short, he went through our program part time. And in nine months, we landed him a cybersecurity consultant, a pr- like junior consultant role at Accenture and a $102,000 starting salary. And he came from zero. So we could even place people from zero to a cybersecurity job because of our program. Our program produces highly talented, skilled individuals, not just paper certified people that really know how to go about um, being um, valuable right from the start, from day one as they join the company. Yeah, that's, that's, that's great to hear this, right? There's an actual path, right? Something tangible out there to actually get there besides generic, um, hey, keep studying, keep doing the boot camps, keep investing all this money. And then there's a lot of people stuck, right? So many and, people stuck with 100K student loans and they don't, they're not even in their dream job, right? That's the sadness. So that's why I wrote this book. Like you could be in your dream job even faster than I I, I, I pulled it off. I mean, I, I got out of the military um, and I started in a network technician role making $28,000, which I highlight in this book. And that was my break into the civilian sector. I took a pay cut because as an E5 staff sergeant, as an instructor, I think I was maybe making 60000 70000 But um when I transitioned out, I was at Keesler Air Force Base in Biloxi, Mississippi. So I was like, like, like not even playing in a big metropolitan area. Yeah. But to show you what's possible is that I went from twenty eight thousand to a hundred thousand, breaking six figures in just twenty three months, right? And that's, so, that's yeah, yeah. yeah, and and so I'm telling you the secret is is getting into a job and then working on IT projects. That's what really propelled my career so fast. I started working on projects, leading projects at the credit union. And then I went from 100K to a 200K, 175 to 200K OTE package when I got recruited by Cisco because they saw how competent I was with working on projects. And that's another whole nother ecosystem that I like to tell students is that you have the the company side where you can work in an operation environment, but there's this whole other consulting side like the centers, like the PwC Cisco, you could go even work for some of these tech manufacturers. So there's like, what's great about being in it, you can play in these, it's a huge three, $4 trillion ecosystem. And you can play in so many different pockets, government, uh, service provider, a uh, customer, fortune 500 um, manufacturer tech, AWS, you can, there's so many greenfield opportunities. This is amazing. And it's, uh, and I was just thinking back a little bit about how ubiquitous this technology is that we're, we're talking about people configuring it. Just imagine, yeah. look at your home network, right? So my computer right here is on a Wi-Fi network, streaming all this. If I want to watch TV, my TV content is being streamed over a network. Uh, if you reboot your, 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 your router from your provider and you see this firmware thing come there, so we're talking about software, firmware, networks, yep. onboard storage, and it's right pushed all the way out to the customer into their home, right? That's correct. So it's so ubiquitous, 
I want to talk about just how powerful this is that these these uh, younger people are coming out. They get a chance to get onboarded, get into this field, and affect stuff that they use every day. Their family members use every day. Like grandma wants to know the Wi-Fi is up and running, yeah. right? Yeah. Because she want to watch her TV show. And by the way, the same network that the TV shows coming over, her phone call with her kids are also being routed over, right? Yeah. That's amazing, right? Everything you're riding on this IP backbone, right? Worldwide global economy network and IP backbone. Because by the way, when we first came out, remember like Apple Talk and DeckNet, yeah. all these other protocols. Now we consolidate on this single stack, still an IP ver- version six, right? For the most part, but it's everywhere. So talk about this, you know, somebody can get into this field, hit six figures, limit how much liability and debt they have. And when they go home to their mother and their father and their grandparents and they're watching their, their streaming services and say, hey, I know how that actually works. Yes. Um, you know, if we think about the growth, like of like when I jumped into IT or was interested in IT was 1998, like a million devices by 1999, by the time Matrix came out, that was connected to the World Wide Web. And you're talking about like, oh, networking's dead. Like, well, wait a minute. The whole internet, did you guys know, is built on networks, right? And 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 Cisco that does like, I don't know, 50 billion in revenue a year, like they built their entire company on the foundation of networking. So if we go to Cisco's website, guys, you know, that's the infrastructure. That's a plumbing. I, I call it the plumbing of the internet. And so going back to the IoT, meaning how many IP addresses were on devices in 1999? One million. What are we looking at now in like in the last few years? 16 billion, 28 billion. Maybe we're at like 40, 50 billion IoT devices. Those are all devices on a network that needs to be architected, secured, and, and provisioned. Whether it's a voice over IP phone, whether it's us here on this call, like there's the whole stack that allows this communication to happen. So it's not about network engineering being dead. It's about that the role is being um, enhanced. It's being upgraded to a different capacity where we can now use scripts and learn DevOps to automate certain tasks, like putting in a switch. Maybe in the past, we'd spend a couple hours configuring that, but now we could do it via script, um, you know, in five, 10 minutes, but you still need the people behind the scenes that are continuing to maintain it, operate these networks. And, and think about this infrastructure that needs to be renewed every two to four years Who's renewing these devices? Who's troubleshooting it? It's all the network guys. And so when we say DevOps and cloud, by the way, and people getting these AWS certs, those are all network guys that are specializing in cloud infrastructure. And that, But when I look at a DevOps guy, he's a network engineer just doing it in the cloud. Yeah. And, and so uh, yeah. and to finish this thought, yes, you can make six figures in, in, in easily two to four years. Some students could do it like within the first year. Like I told you, Carl Scott doing it out of New York City broke right into a 100K job. Mm-hmm. He stays in that consultant role. He's going to make anywhere from 200 to 300,000 as a consultant. And that's at the peak of my career. That's, that's, that's the career path that I decided to go on. Um, 
And like I have friends that work at Zoom that make 350K as a solution engineer. I mean, we're talking about some incredible money here, guys, without having to be a doctor or a lawyer. So this is the true American dream. And people just need to understand that, that you know, what your parents might have taught you or like, or what society has programmed you thinking that you need a four-year or six-year degree is just absolutely ludicrous. It's not needed in this field. I tell you, like, you do not need that college degree. And we have students that come to us through, through like, oh, what's your, where'd you get your degree? American Institute of Technology. Yeah. They're like 150000 in student loan debt. And they still do, haven't broken to IT, which is sad. And they're, they're yeah. guess what they're thinking now, William? Oh, I need my master's degree. So now they're yeah. prolonging their career by trying to get this master's degree in a job that they hate when they don't understand that IT is about skills training. It's about getting stacking these certs. I'll take a, a person that has real world experience, hands on training, gone through some boot camps, gone, got some few certs over a college degree in a heartbeat. That's that's pretty powerful, Terry. Um, and on, on a smart IT podcast, it's always a talking about what's coming next, what's mm. possible. So you, you're just like the, uh, a lot of the guests I love to have on this show. Uh, people out there doing things right, talking about something, going out there, making it work, seeing what's successful. So I think this is a great, great uh, message for all those uh, new entries into our field. Exciting times. Um, any parting words before we, we we close out here today? Yeah, I think it's a very exciting time to explore a career in IT, and the and and the le- the amount of time and um skills you need to develop, it can be developed in months versus years. And if you're already a network guy listening to this um, or stuck in the help desk or something like that, you you could really start to ask yourself, like, why am I stuck in this job? What is my career progression moving forward? Because um, the opportunities are endless. And what's exciting for me here in 2024 is AI, um, machine learning, and also DevOps cloud. So DevOps cloud is getting hotter and hotter. And so if you're in networking and you want to start working on um, infrastructure in the cloud, the demand for that is insane. Like you're going to make 150 to 250 just moving into DevOps and cloud. And you need a strong network engineering background. So you know, I, this, this particular track, just like a pre-sales engineer role or, or a post-sales engineer role, um, they fall into the kind of the same category. So the 150 to 250 range is possible for this particular career path, like moving into the cloud. So if you're looking for upcoming trends, how to elevate your career, take it to that next level, I would say, look at, look at AI, look at cloud. Um, look at cybersecurity, look at consulting, um, and look at like system engineering roles, architect roles. Cause like, I think every engineer, if you're not going to go up the management path, cause there's also the management path, you could yeah. be managing a group of engineers. But if you want to really stay in that engineer role, then the architect role, that is, that is, I believe the dream job. And guess what? If you're working on projects and you become an architect, you can start your own IT consultancy 
And that is like a dream for a lot of, I think, IT professionals. Like if I didn't start this training company, in fact, this um, NextGen T was actually started off with consulting and we would charge three to $10,000 retainers, monthly contracts for like law firms or, or um, um, car dealerships, like you name it, you can pick any niche, right? And, and be their IT consulting shop as a service and then charge them three to 10 grand to maintain their network. So we had clients like that. And then one of our mentors said, Hey, you just need to focus on one thing. Cause we're doing 50, 50 consulting and then it training. And we decided to just go all into the it training. But you know, if you have big goals and big ambitions for you and your family, I recommend yeah, moving into a consultant role. And then later you can start your own MSP or consultancy and you can make really good money. And this is when you go from that 250K bracket to being a business owner that can make even um, seven figures, like a million plus um, when you start going into consulting. So Terry, so if people want to go out there and reach out and see more of you, hear more about you. I know you, got, you also have a podcast as well. Uh, where yes. can they go and reach you on, online? Where, where can they find you? So I'm 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 mainly on social media. I'm at Project Kim um, on Instagram. But um, the biggest thing you can do is visit zerotoengineer.com forward slash book and grab a free copy of the book, and that could change your life. And and you, you could already be in IT, and this book will still be extremely valuable. Um, you could. Also, buy this book directly on Amazon.com uh, as well. Hey, hey, Terry, I just loved your time today. And if people want to find a, a new holiday ideal, gift ideal, I think uh, Terry just provided you one as well. Yep. I'll wrap that up, pass out to your friends and family as well. Uh, once again, Terry, this has been fantastic. Uh, love having you on here. A lot of great insights and a, a pathway forward for my audience here. Yeah, thank you, William. It was um, awesome to chat about where we're headed in IT, and it's so exciting um, to share this with the world. All right, everyone. This is another episode of the Smart IT Podcast, where we're looking forward to what's next and what's possible. I'm William Reed. If you want more information, you can go to williamreed.info. Look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thanks for joining another episode of the Smart IT Podcast where we explore what's next for IT and disrupt the status quo, simplify the complex, and reduce risk together. If you like what you hear, please like, subscribe, and leave your comments. And for more Smart IT wisdom, check out my website at williamreed.info.